0: Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I shared recently about how the Lord healed my skin condition when I went to a conference in June of 2019. Well, he did some other healings as well. Christian Healing Ministries teaches that there's actually four primary elements to healing prayer, which every one of them is beautiful and awesome. So there is physical healing. Most of us recognize that that's a thing, at least from the pages of the New Testament, even if we don't recognize that it still happens today, even though it does. The second form is deliverance. So this would be um, getting rid of demons in your life. So we certainly see this plenty in The pages of the New Testament, and this is one of the ministries that Jesus tells his disciples to do heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. So, this is actually part of our assignment as believers, even if we have no idea what that means. The third thing is uh, healing of the emotions. So, this would be um, emotional healing. So, it's not only emotions, but it's healing of the memories, healing of yeah, healing of the emotions, just generally the things in ourselves that kind of weigh us down because of what has happened in our past. And then the fourth form of healing, they call religious healing, and that is the ability to forgive. Because oftentimes if we've sustained some form of pretty intense pain or hurt or trauma, even to get to a point of being able to forgive requires a pretty major act of healing on our part. And so, Those are the four main methods that they talk about in terms of healing prayer. And for me, I just think that's so beautiful that a physical healing is not the only form of prayer or healing prayer that somebody might look for. You know, if I think about Jesus, when the friends dropped their friend down through the roof and Jesus looked at this um, paralyzed man and said, son, your sins be forgiven you. That was a form of restoration of healing between him and God, right? So there's this really intense and beautiful picture of some of these in, anyway, probably all of them in the New Testament. I mean, you think about Stephen forgiving those who were stoning him as they were stoning him. So yeah, we see all of these in the pages of the scripture, even if we don't necessarily call them by the exact name. So one of the things that happened, um, I, af- the day after I had had my major encounter of weeping and hands filled with snot and just intense, travailing, groaning over the condition of my face. Um, we had a little break and I fell into conversation with a beautiful woman who asked me, have you been blessed? And I said, oh my goodness, I have been so blessed. You know, I came and my face had this horrible rash. I felt so disfigured and deformed. And she paused and she was like, wait a minute, have you had those words broken off of you? Those are curse words. And, you know, I had just thought they were descriptors. (laughs) That's how I felt. And so I was like, oh, well, no, I haven't had these broken off. What does that mean? And so she prayed this beautiful prayer for me. And she just said, Lord, I take the sword of the spirit dipped in the blood of Jesus and I cut Amy free from these words that she has been speaking over herself, from these curse words of deformity and disfigurement. Lord, I bless her with instead the ability to see herself through your eyes, that she is your daughter, that you love her. I bless her, Lord, with such a sense of comfort and peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. And I don't know if that's exactly what she prayed, because as soon as she started to pray, I... (laughs) it went into maybe a slightly altered state where it was like, wow, the Lord is really moving in this place. But since that time, I haven't dealt with those words as descriptors, quote unquote, descriptors of me. I don't feel disfigured. I don't feel deformed. Even though my skin hadn't changed when she prayed that, those words no longer applied. They were. I could see them for the lies that they were. And so over the last couple of years, I continue to look at the words that people use about themselves because, oh wow, yeah, that just got deep. The words that people use about themselves are actually not okay a lot of the time. And so any word that you use as a weapon against yourself is not okay. Any word that runs through your mind that somebody else said to you that does not help you to run your race with endurance, that's not okay. Okay. And so if you're having words come through your mind, like failure, confused, anxiety, depression. If you have words like, um, yeah, ooh, yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, I speak to any spirit of um, word snatching, of um, distraction. I speak to any spirit that would come against my voice any spirit of cloaking, I bind you in the name of Jesus and I send you to him. In the place of that, Lord, you say that you give us power, love, and a sound mind. Thank you. So yeah, there are words that people use like, I can't hear God's voice, or I, am, I think I am a failure. I'm a sinner. They might say, uh, I am so broken and these words we use these words as if these are accurate descriptions of ourselves as children of God who have been united with Christ who have been buried with him in baptism and raised anew to newness of life we we use these words as if Romans 6 doesn't exist that says that we were co-crucified with him therefore we co-live with him we are living with him in the closest possible union and the lord doesn't combine himself With a body of death. (laughs) He did die, but he was raised again to newness of life. And so I would like now to just bless you with the ability to cut yourself free from these curse words. But first, Lord God, I am asking that you would impart to the listener the ability to recognize when they are using a word as a weapon against them. I ask, Lord, that the next time that they use one of those words, that it would catch them up short and they would say, oh, wow, when did I start speaking that against myself? Lord, I am asking that you would then give them the reminder to take the sword of the spirit dipped in the blood of Jesus and cut themselves free from all of these lying tongues that come against them. I thank you, Lord, that what you said is that every lying tongue that comes against us, you will refute. And Lord, as (laughs) keep having this picture of this kind of funny dream that i had where i went to chipotle and they had this amazing um like all meat burrito and it included tongue And uh, I was like, well, yeah, give me the all meat burrito. That sounds cool. And uh, so they started slicing up this tongue right in front of me. And they were making these slices like paper thin. And I thought, that is so odd. Why are they cutting this tongue in front of me? And why is it so thin? So I asked the Lord about it later. And he was like, every lying tongue that comes against you, I will refute. And so Lord, ever since then, I just have this funny mental idea of an enormous tongue that is just being sliced paper thin. It is not allowed to speak. Lies any longer. Thank you, Lord. That is the truth. That is the truth. And so I'm, Lord, I'm asking that this truth would go deep into the hearts of these who are listening and that they just wouldn't live under curses anymore. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.